handoff to Jonathan oh. Taylor. Hughes hole. He's at the 30. He's going to go. 10, 5, touchdown. Jonathan Taylor made a man miss the line of scrimmage and then runs it into Pater. And a one-handed INT. Are you kidding me? Kenny Moore. What a play by Naheem Hines. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Bring the Juice Colts podcast. So right now, I mean, I'm basically going to be making a couple different videos here for you guys to break down a couple different players at each position of what we and Cody and I believe is a team need and go over a couple different players that we think could really help the scheme just to kind of see like a couple players that we think the Colts could potentially go for depending on where we think they may go. So first thing we're going to talk about is wide receiver. Okay. So even though we got T Y Hilton back, you know, there's some people that believe that the Colts could still go for a wide receiver. Hence if one will still be available uh, close to the second round, we don't really believe that they're going to pick one in the first round. So I'm kind of going to avoid a few names. Now, just a quick disclaimer for anyone that wants to feel free to leave a name in here in the comments that you think I missed that I could potentially look at. You think that the culture really take a look at. There's so many wide receivers. I'm not going to go through all of them. I mean, that's too long of a video. So, you know, just going over a few names, okay? A few names here, a few names there. We'll talk about tight ends in this group as well, just to kind of give a few examples. So, first few names, we kind of hear the names of Terrence Marshall and Rashad Bateman, but those guys are mainly late first, early second, not going to really talk about them. Elijah Moore could be another interesting option here. I've heard a lot of different, this is one that could potentially go into the first round, but one that may stay back. Kadarius Tony is another one from Florida. He had 10 touchdowns this last year, was really a dominant presence for the Gators this last year. I'm going to pull these stats up. Yeah, had 10 touchdowns, 70 receptions for nearly a thousand yards uh, this last year. I mean, this guy's a playmaker. Absolutely love if the Colts would get him in the second round if they decided they wanted to. But like I said, not going to really talk too much about Terrence Marshall and Rashad Bateman. We kind of talk about them a lot. Uh, Elijah Moore is a very interesting one. While slightly undersized, this guy's definitely very strong. Has a good 40 time of a 4-5, under a 4-5. He would be mostly of a slot receiver due to his size, but... Again, just a guy that I think is flying under the radar for a lot of people. I mean, had in 2020 had um, 86 catches for 1,200 yards and eight touchdowns. I mean, that was in a, you know, in that part of the season too. So, you know, so many different things that could happen there. Rondale Moore is another one that we kind of talk about, right? Rondale Moore, most of you know who that is because a lot of you are either IU or Purdue fans, and a lot of you know who Rondale Moore is. I mean, this guy's a big playmaker. Again, small in stature, but somebody who runs a 4-4 and, you know, makes plays after the catch. You know, that's where he gets his bread and butter. I mean, had 12 touchdowns in 2018. That was when he blew up 
right? Had 114 catches. I mean, this guy was insane in 2018. And then 2019, he got injured, didn't play as much. And then 2020 really didn't get as many chances as well. So, But a lot of people are still pretty sure about who he is as a player. Another name that I've been hearing a lot of is Deami Brown, wide receiver out of North Carolina. Uh, six foot, 195 pounds, you know, runs a four, four, five, you know, is a guy that definitely has a, a good com- collection of everything, mainly used as a deep threat receiver at North Carolina. Okay. In 2019, didn't play in 2020, but in 2019 had 51 catches for over a thousand yards, averaging over 20 yards per catch and had 12 touchdowns, 12. This guy definitely is, he, he's had his issues with his drops a little bit. But again, when you look at this, the way this guy is able to extend the field, maybe that's something that the Colts want to take a look at. Look at some of these other receivers here. Like I said, guys, there's a million different receivers here that the Colts could really take a look at. I mean, there's so many that it's hard to keep an eye on it. Another Florida wide receiver that I originally had in my first mock draft that I originally thought the Colts could make a run for is Trayvon Grimes. Trayvon, who's 6'4", 210-odd pounds, guy runs a 4'5". I mean, he has really good size, really good upside, I believe. He never really – I mean, outside – if the – if. Florida didn't have Tony and didn't have Pitts, then Grimes would be a number one wide receiver for most colleges where he would go to. He has a a lot of upside because he makes some big plays. And due to his size and the way he's able to stretch, I mean, he is he's got a great catch radius. I just love what Trayvon Grimes brings. Just a guy that I I really think that put in the right system and given the right amount of time and effort. I think this guy can really be a great player. I mean, he really improved throughout his college career. I mean, you know, didn't play much at Ohio state, did not really play much at Ohio state, only played in two games in 2017, 2018 had 26 catches for 350 yards, two touchdowns, 2019, 33 catches for 500 yards and three touchdowns. This last year with Florida, 34 catches with 511 yards and eight touchdowns. So he was scoring a touchdown on almost every four catches that he had. He had he had a touchdown. So, I mean, it's a guy that I really think the Colts could really go for later in the draft, like say third, fourth, like if we ended up getting a third round pick, I'll just say that. But like, I think he might fall to the point where I think we could get him in the third, fourth round if we get an extra third rounder. I would not be opposed to that at all. Um, there's been the talks of the Nico Collins, but uh, I don't know about that one. Emir Smith Marcette, the wide receiver from Iowa. I think a lot of people, um, wasn't he, I think he was the one that really did a, a solid job at his pro day. Had a really good selection of workouts and he was like 97, 98 percentile and a lot of those categories. So, you know, that would be interesting. Amari Rogers is another name that everybody's been talking about, but you know, he'd be more of a slot receiver due to the fact that he's 5'10 and 210 pounds. So he's actually 
very heavy for somebody that short. Doesn't have the most tremendous uh, 40 time, but I mean, he played very well with Clemson. I mean, he was a very respectable receiver. And then a lot of people have been talking about the guy, Josh Emator Bahibi. I mean, that guy is a is an athletic freak. I mean, we've been talking about it so much that he just has a vertical out the door, has good speed, he can really stretch the field, and it's somebody that you could probably get later in the draft and not have to worry about him and what he would be able to bring. So that would be a great thing for us. Let me just go ahead and go to the tight ends now. Go to the best tight ends. Now, I don't think that the Colts would select anyone out of the top 10 in tight ends because of the fact they said they if they were going to get one, they needed to get explosive with it, right? So we can talk about a couple of these guys. Pat Freermuth, Penn State. He was a very vocal point of the Penn State offense over the last few years at 310 yards in four games this last year with 23 catches uh, and 260 pounds too. That's crazy. Tommy Tremble, a lot of people have mentioned that name out of Notre Dame. He was uh, earned the highest run blocking grade of any tight end in the country. I mean, he's that's exactly what the Colts really like out of their tight ends. But then again, you would want somebody that would – you know, provide you a much better receiving threat, which is why I don't believe that they'll actually use that pick on him. Another one that I think a lot of people could use is Brevin Jordan, the tight end out of Miami, Florida, because of due to this way he's able to make plays off the catch, right? I mean, he really is a, a solid build guy. You know, he's a little smaller for a tight end, but he does have uh, the speed and the yards after catch. That that's what makes him explosive and has the ability to run block as well. So, you know, that's, that's a couple of the guys at tight end. I mean, tight end, we could say it's a position of need, maybe not immediate need, but it's something that we think in the future it could be. So Brevin Jordan or guys like that could potentially make their way into it. It really does stink that we couldn't go for a guy like Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts would be, amazing in any system, let alone being able to be with the Colts right now. That would be insane. But let me know what you guys think with some of these names that I mentioned, wide receiver and tight end. I mean, there's a couple different guys here that, you know, really pop off, especially in the wide receiver aspect, because a lot of us seem to think that receiver is something we'll address potentially later into the draft or in the middle of the draft, right? And then tight end, if you're going to get a tight end, you'd want to get one of them that was going to improve your passing offense, right? Because we have guys at the tight end spot right now that can block and do all these things, but we don't necessarily have somebody that can take the top off a of defense, right? So that's what's important there. Again, let me know what you guys think in the comments. Let me know if there is a guy here that you liked that I mentioned, uh, somebody else that I, uh, that I could have mentioned that you wanted to see. But uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in. And as always, 